0: Thank you for joining me for another Quick Hits Conversation. I'm Dr. Robin. With me today, I have Chuck Groot. He is supposedly retired, but is doing a lot of business consulting where he helps people start their businesses. He is known as the success surgeon. i have Dr. Mohan Ananda, scientist, lawyer, serial entrepreneur, author. He's helping people succeed in business. And I have Sarah Oblick-Spiker. She's a former international athlete, life coach, remote operations specialist, and transformational expert. The question I have for you, what do you do if you are in a poorly facilitated meeting?
1: Well, the first uh, glib answer is I usually fall asleep. Um, (laughs) But it is a challenge, particularly in the last three years because we're not able to do anything face-to-face during the pandemic Mm -hmm. and we ended up going to Zoom and the world shrunk so dramatically that we're staying with these Zoom meetings like we're having now, which is wonderful what happens when the person doesn't know how to run a meeting? That is a killer. It kills thinking. It kills creativity. It it really deflates the air out of the room. One thing that I've done in the past is I'll just interject a little question Mm. here and there just to to spark it and and just help the person out, uh, not Overtly, or take over the meeting, but just hey, you know, because I, for one, really hate having my time wasted. I'm learning patience.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's one thing too,
2: right? I think patience is this one magical word here. I'm, I'm starting to notice that I have less and less patience. However, it does depend on when in a day the meeting is. If I have time. I'll be more patient than if I have back to back to back to back meetings. And I'm just like, I don't want to be here right now. Also, what is the topic like and how essential it is for me to be there? Because it has happened that I had to excuse myself. i was like, this is a waste of my time. I'll talk to you later. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do have to say that overall, I'm pretty lucky that I'm not obliged to be stuck in meetings that I don't agree to mm-hmm. just because, you know, it's working for myself if I don't want to have a meeting I don't attend one (laughs) but I do remember even when I was still working in person and we'd have meetings or they would be scheduled for last minute five minutes before five o'clock and I'm like really and by the time it was over it's like this was an email not a meeting.
3: I have been to some of those type of uh, poorly facilitated meetings but generally what I do I come up with if if it is fully kind of set out, I tried to come up with a, a clear agenda in my mind and mm-hmm. tell them, look, these are the things we should discuss now. These are the action items to be made. These are how we should proceed so that you actually come up with a, a goal for the meeting uh, to present to the team. And I, I'm not saying that it will always be successful, but it at least gives a, a, a some positive output or outcome you need to take the lead because when it is not well facilitated that means somebody else has done the job. Generally all the meetings I participated we have a specific goal meaning there are certain accomplishments, tasks to be completed or report to be finished or results to be identified. Certain goals are there but if it is not there, it's just a casual gathering. I, I say I have other things to do and walk away. But you say, okay, these are three or four things need to be done and let us discuss on it and come up with a specific action.
0: I think it depends some on what your role in the meeting is or what your role on the team is. I know for me, um, I was recently brought in to a board of directors to kind of help them move things forward. And I sat there for a little while and then I started saying things like, I feel like we're talking in circles. I'm sorry. I don't understand the purpose of this conversation. And I was able to do that because I had a certain amount of power in the room. I did recently have to actually say in the meeting, I understand your position for this topic, for this conversation. This is over. We're moving on in the agenda, but I have the power to be able to do that. I think that that's a privilege to be able to say, this meeting is not moving forward. We're moving it forward and we're moving on. I don't know that not everybody has the ability to be, the, be that aggressive. Is that the right word?
3: No, I, I actually do that. I mean, in a way, not aggressive. I'm, I'm generally very pleasant. So people won't think uh, that I'm, you know, overwhelming or anything. At the end of the meeting, I always will say, what are the real action items out of this meeting? So that Mm -hmm. we have certain things to follow up. So, I mean, I don't come across aggressive, but I do come across very methodical.
1: So, Robin, uh, to your comment that you've said it was a privilege, I would almost submit to you and the group here that it is a responsibility because a meeting connotates that we're together to create something or move something forward. Mm. And if we're not moving forward, then we're moving backwards because you're wasting everyone's time. So it's your responsibility to move the group forward. And Mohan does a beautiful job of that by setting a guidelines and say, okay, these are certain things we need to accomplish. Let's sit down and accomplish what we can.
0: Somebody in the group told me that they appreciated the fact that I was willing to bring up the elephant in the room, that I was the yeah. one that was willing to step up and <laughs> say, this is silly. Why are we doing this? Where mo- most people are... I too polite?
3: I think if there is a kind of chaotic meeting going on, I, it would be an ideal thing to bring an expert. Instead of you taking the lead, a third party could come on and say that, look, this is how it should be done. And one good thing about when you get, start getting old, you'll have all kinds of experiences. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? <laughs>
0: So if, if if you're in a meeting that's really poorly facilitated, another thing that I've tried to do is, especially if it's a Zoom meeting, I might take to the chat and I might reach out to the person who's supposed to be facilitating it and direct message them, not message the whole group and just say, hey, I'm a little concerned this isn't moving forward. I did have a problem one time where I sent that to them and they didn't see it till we were a couple of other topics in and they're like, well, and I'm like, yeah, that wasn't, I'm not talking about this point. I was talking about two topics ago. <laughs>
2: I guess that's a beautiful part about a technology though, right? You're able to have that and exchange conversation behind the scenes, because when you're sitting in a room with other people next to you, you can have those extra conversations.
0: Does it take, do you think, a certain kind of personality to be able to step in and say, we're not making progress?
3: I think somebody who is a little bit authoritative and take the lead, it's, 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 it's extremely important. Because otherwise it's a total chaos or things are not moving anywhere.
0: So what is the risk of doing that? What is the risk of being the person that goes, raises your hand and says, we are not, this is not working.
3: There is no risk. It's depending upon, you know, of course you are a much junior guy, then there may be some problem. But if you're kind of an equal thing, I think it shows, I mean, it has to be done. Uh, Diplomatically, that's why i said it's so not an aggressive part it's more like a i mean you know i understand the goal of this meeting but let us define and make it uh, you know identify
1: i was uh, in an organization not too long ago and and the challenge that we ran across was that many of the people had risen to their point of the peter principle mm. they've got past the point of where their expertise was and it was based on, you know, seniority or whatever else. So what we try to do is find a way to either educate that person on how to run a meeting or run their department and help them through mentoring. And in, in a couple of cases, it was a matter of, OK, we're going to keep that person there, but provide another person to take the mentorship Role further as a co lead mm. right mm-hmm. so you could still do that so it's not embarrassing that you don't lose face leadership which Mohan was saying comes from any part of the company any part of the organization the door person could be a leader when you are in a position that you can lend some leadership I think you have to
3: Mm -hmm. I I always do one thing. I generally, even though if I tell them these are the goals, these are the things to be done, then I will ask them, why don't you suggest to see whether it makes sense to you and see whether we can improve on it. So everybody has an opportunity to comment on it so they don't take it as an order rather than uh, inviting ideas and to make sure that we get this accomplished.
0: I do think there's a certain aspect of having power in the room. There's a male-female dynamic, uh, which may be why when I do it, I feel like there are some people who frown upon it, but I don't sit in meetings that are poorly facilitated. I will step up and say something, but that is you know, part of my, my personality and who I am. So that is our 10 minutes. Thank you so much for having this conversation with me. I hope you enjoyed it and I hope it was well facilitated. I look forward to speaking to each of you again really soon. Thank